hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Gospel for Everyone podcast. Uh, this is Josh. Hope you had a great Christmas and an enjoyable New Year's. Um, for this episode, we told you guys we were going to drop a bonus episode um, over the course of the holiday season. And so this is the conversation that me, Brendan and Jason had with one another uh, right after Labor Day. So it's kind of funny. It's one of our outtakes, um, but it was just a little too long to put in an episode. And so um, this episode's about uh, 12 minutes or so long. Uh, just enjoy the laugh, sit back. So without much further ado. Enjoy the conversation. Well, hey guys, in light of having a day off yesterday for Labor Day, I thought it might be fun to start our conversation around some of uh, some of our first jobs. So Josh, growing up, what were some of your first jobs? Yeah, so my first official job, I got really lucky, and my mom always told me if I did really well in school and I had sports, I didn't have to work in high school. So um, uh, I didn't have to get a job till after I graduated high school. So it was my first official job, like taxes being taken out. Like I had done jobs on farms, working in tobacco, that kind of stuff, which is terrible. But my first official job, I was a camp counselor for the YMCA in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. So I worked with kids. Uh, during the day when we did field trips and that kind of stuff, which is really cool. I ended up for about five years running an after school program. So I've definitely always had that been to, to pouring into to younger kids and adults and doing that, or, you know, students, that kind of stuff. So that was my first official job. I remember I was thinking about this morning, I got paid $6 an hour. So this was 2001. Yeah. First job. So I got pretty lucky. I didn't have to work until right out of high school. I uh, I also worked at a YMCA actually. Uh, it wasn't by no by no means wasn't my first job, but I uh, when I moved to Prescott, I was doing a year long internship at a camp here in town, um, and I lifeguarded. So I did the the like five a.m. to eight a.m. shift, and my internship hours started at eight. So it was like always a mad rush from eight a.m. when I got off shift at the Y, driving all the way back to to the camp to start my day there. So I did that like maybe four days a week for a year. I'm uh, guessing that wasn't with kids. Five five a.m. to eight a.m. I would think would be our older. It was certainly community. more geriatric than than uh, anything else, which was super fun though. So I, I lifeguarded with a couple of guys that were uh, later in life. They did it more as a social thing, which was kind of cool. So um, I was by far the youngest person in the room at all times, probably uh, by like thirty. 40 years probably 40 yeah 40 plus (laughs) years i would i would say it was a lot of fun though i loved i actually really enjoyed lifeguarding and just kind of the the you know emergency situation side of things i've always found myself you know to be good at that sort of thing so uh it was a blast though but yeah ymca brought me right back to that uh jason tell us about some of your first jobs so let me first just by say start by saying like labor day for me actually means I, i get I get the value of Labor Day because I come from a very blue collar family, like very blue collar, like everyone in my family worked in a factory. Like I'm the only one in my family who has not been employed by a factory. I think about my mother. She was she worked in four different factories up until she was in her 60s. My father is 72 and is still working every day in a factory. So it's very blue collar for my family. And so I get the Labor Day is more than just, 
you know, barbecue day. It did. So for factory family, that matters. So, uh, so Josh hit on it. So my first job, my, when I think back to my very first job, it was working on a farm, helping raise tobacco. So there's a whole bunch of steps in it, but my first job, you can Google this up. All right. So there's part of the process of, of working in tobaccos. You, you put a seed bed of tobacco plants out and then you wait for them to grow up and they get six, eight inches tall. And then you pull them up out of this seed bed and then you transplant them into the field. And you do that by, by writing what is called a tobacco setter. So essentially you have this contraption on the back of the tractor where you have two seats that are sitting on the back of this tractor with a wheel in the middle of the two seats. It's got a little plow and a wheel. And as this wheel goes around, you take a tobacco plant and you stick it into these, I don't know, these little vice things that pop around the wheel. So it opens up when it comes to the top, you put a plant in it. And then as the wheel goes down, those close and it sticks it into the ground and then pumps water into it, closes it over. And you just do this over and over all throughout the field. Well, the you're going pretty fast and you mess up sometimes and your plants, you put one in upside down or skip one and some schmuck has to walk behind the tractor all day long with a handful of tobacco plants and filling in the gaps where somebody on the tobacco setter missed a spot because every plant matters in the tobacco field. So I remember being six, eight years old walking behind a tobacco setter all day long, fixing plants in a field. So, and then I, all through high school, worked on a tobacco field or worked on a, on a tobacco farm. Um, my first job with a perforated paycheck, as Josh said, the guy getting your taxes taken out. Yeah. Was, Cause all that sounds like cash only. That does it, not uh, sound. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That very, sounds like, yeah. you hey, know, <laughs> it was good money. <laughs> Like okay. working farmers, I, it was cra- like I just remember like stripping tobacco. Like you got to pull it in the winter, which was maybe my least favorite thing because yeah. it's cold. Yeah, and you're in this barn, and it's just not great. Like all the processes are yeah. not great. Top into like right. everything. Yeah, something me stripping was terrible. You had black boogers for yes. weeks, but I remember getting cash at the end of the day. Like yeah. very like when you talked in the it was either parables or proverbs. I think it was the parables. About no, you pay the day the wages that yeah. day. That's how farmers still do it. Yeah, like they pay you day of. Yeah, you get paid. And yeah. I was like, this is cash. Yeah, in my I like this. In my mind, all I can see. I don't know if you guys ever read the book um, Into the Wild or watched the movie. Maybe it's the Chris McCandless story of this guy in the early '90s who like left society and went to live in the outback in uh, in Alaska. Really great story. It's a John Krakauer book there's a moment in the movie where he's like working on a farm because he's doing all these odd jobs to try to pay his way with no vehicle or anything across the country to get up to Alaska. And he ends up on this like sketchy farm getting paid in cash. And the guy ends up getting uh, arrested for something that that's the picture I have in my mind. Of this no, man, this, farm. this so, is honorable work. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you talk about the cash though. And yeah, I was, this was been early nineties. So I'm probably 14, 15 years old and I'm getting paid $8 an hour to hang tobacco. Yeah. So you go from the field and you go hang it in the barn. So it's on a stick and you got to put it up in the rafters and it's got to dry out and you're hanging this stuff. And I'm getting $8 an hour as a 14, 15 year old in like minimum wage was like four bucks an hour. 
at I, that point. I was getting like double minimum wage. It's so yes, it was great money uh, at that point. So, so what was your first paycheck job? Uh, working at Lee's Famous Recipe, which is awful. So the worst part of my first job was making coleslaw for Lee's Famous Recipe. <laughs> it was disgusting. Literally, you make it in this 50-gallon trash can like literal trash can you slice it all up the cabbage and the carrots and you're running the dicer and they have these big mayonnaise tubs like a gallon tub of mayonnaise and you have to squeeze this stuff out and dump this oil in and then literally you have to put your arms all the way down to the bottom of this thing so 50 gallon drum. And so you've got coleslaw all the way up to your armpits and you've got to mix this thing by hand. And so I still to this day cannot eat coleslaw because I know I, there there's arm hair in your coleslaw. I don't know where you're getting it, but some 15 year olds arm hair is in your coleslaw because <laughs> that's the way it had to be made. So, so you worked awful. in chicken. Brendan, did yeah, you work in chicken? I, I certainly did work in fried chicken. Yeah, so my first paycheck job, you know, IRS taking money away from my paycheck job, was uh, at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was fortunate enough to have a good friend growing up whose mom was a manager of one. So the day I was legally able to work, I'm 15 and a half or whatever it is, I got this job at KFC uh, as a fry cook. So opposite experience of you, Jason, I loved it. Because essentially what I would do is I would throw some headphones in and I would just fry chicken all day, it six hours a day, eight hours a day, whatever it was. I would just fry the chicken. And then when they needed more chicken, they would tell me and I would fry some more chicken. But was that fantastic. was the, okay. So I think I could have gotten on board with that. <laughs> in, in this restaurant, there were two kitchens. There was the chicken frying kitchen. And yeah. then there was the auxiliary kitchen where you did the apples and the potatoes and the coleslaw and the biscuits. I've made billions of biscuits. Yeah. So those were two separate kitchens. I was in the other kitchen. So I was in the back kitchen yeah. doing all of the ancillary stuff that went with the fried chicken. I, I will say not to run this out anymore, but the worst part of that job. So there were two things that come to mind. One doing dishes, trying to get all of that grease and oil off of those racks that you're frying the chicken on terrible job. It was an, it was two hours at the end of every shift. It was awful. And second thing, I never noticed this, but every time someone would get in my car with me, they would ask me like, oh, what is that smell? Because I would wear it the shoes, you. right? It was you. Yeah. So like my car ended up just having the stench of like bad fried chicken grease from coming home from work every day. My floor mats were just black at the end of the day. It was terrible. I worked uh, I worked at the Lord's Chicken. I worked at Chick-fil-A. So, oh, the yeah, Lord's Chicken. I did the Lord's Chicken. And actually- <laughs> It's your pleasure in, too. I, I did it in college. I actually love the dishes. I, really? So, you know, I'm pretty outgoing, love talking with people. I- I requested the guy in the back doing dishes same way. Yeah. I could put the music on, headphones on. I didn't have to deal with people. Yeah. And I just clean chicken stuff up for an uh, entire year of college. Ugh. Every night I was doing dishes for Chick-fil-A. I would just be soaked to the bone. That's what I hated about it. Yeah. It was like everything. I would wear an apron and everything was just yeah. soaked. It's uncomfortable. So everyone should work in fast food. So if you're parents with kids, you need to get them in a fast food um, preferably a chicken place, and they'll realize really quickly to be more appreciative. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Definitely. I so uh, opposite to you, Jason. I you know have never seen a you know a, a benefit to Labor Day other than oh, it's just another another day off. I also come from a very blue collar family. You know, not by no means wealthy, but you know, I, I was realizing yesterday when we were 
out on the day off. I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of an interesting holiday. Like you just work and then you get one day off because you, you work. So. Yep. It was nice. Yeah. Definitely. Well, hey everyone. I hope you enjoyed uh, that conversation with us. Uh, just maybe got you thinking about your first job and some of the crazy things that you did. Um, we're excited. We'll be jumping back into Romans this upcoming Sunday, starting off in chapter eight. So if you're joining us in Prescott, we'll have our three services, eight, nine, 30, and 11, or Prescott Valley. We'll be back at nine, 30, and 11. Hope to see you there.